And welcome to another edition of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it's our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty jazz music. In this episode, we are going to continue our spotlight on jazz from the 1970s. In this era, many people thought jazz is dead. It was gone. It's not true. Because there was a lot of hard swinging shit. And on top of that, there was some funky stuff as well. And we're going to spotlight some of that for you. Hope you dig it. Who loves you, baby? I do. I do. Thank you. 
Donald Byrd from his 1973 release, Street Lady. That was the track title, Street Lady. Killing groove right there. And then we opened up the whole set with Weather Report from their 1978 release. Mr. Gone, we heard the track, Young and Fine, which features... Joe Zavino on all of the synthesizer and electronics, and he actually wrote that tune, Young and Fine. Of course, Wayne Shorter is on the saxophones. Jaco Pastorius is on the bass. Peter Erskine is actually only on the hi-hat on that track. On that album, Weather Report was looking to find somebody to replace Alex Acuna on the drums, and they had Tony Williams come in for a couple of tracks. And they had Steve Gadd come in for a couple of tracks, as well as Peter Erskine, before finally settling on Peter Erskine. So, that was Peter Erskine on the hi-hat, but the drummer on that track was none other than Steve Gadd. So there you go, Steve Gadd and Weather Report on Young and Fine. Alright, we got a couple of great ones coming for you, uh, but let's start off this set with... This next set with Tower of Power from their self-titled release, Tower of Power. So very hard to go. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Ain't nothing I can say, nothing I can do. I feel so bad, yeah, I feel so blue. I got to make it right for everyone concerned. Even if it's me, if it means just for me, what's getting bad? Cause I could never make you unhappy. I'd have to pay for my mistake I can't blame you For what you're doing to me, girl Even though my heart is Your dreams have all come true Just the way you planned them So I'll just step aside I'm gonna step aside a helping hand cause I could never make
Chuck Mangione, The Land 
of Make Believe from his 1973 album, Live in Concert, The Land of Make Believe, which actually featured a young John Faddis in the trumpet section as well. Before that, we heard the spectacular drumming of Billy Cobham with Red Baron from his album Spectrum, a canon of the jazz fusion movement of the 1970s. And in that group, we heard Jan Hammer on the keyboards, as well as Lee Sklar on the electric bass, of course, Billy Cobham on the drums, and the guitar work of none other than Tommy Bolin, who in about two years later would join the rock band Deep Purple and take it on a wild ride. But before that, he recorded this this album with Billy Cobham, Spectrum, and the whole album was recorded in like two days. They said it was a very just loose-feeling, wonderful vibe to the whole album. And they said albums like that just cannot be made the same way that they used to be like that. So, and I believe it. And then we started off that set with another 1973 classic Tower of Power, self-entitled album, Tower of Power, with So Very Hard to Go. So there's those three right there in that set were all classics from 1973. Up next, we have some Return to Forever for you. That's Chick Corea on the keyboards, Lenny White on the drums, Stanley Clark on the bass, and the great Al DiMiola, who just received this week his honorary doctorate from the Berklee College of Music. Here's Earth Juice.
till death as she clutched my hand. I knew she was coming, so I stood like a man. She drew up closer, close enough for me to look into her face and then began to wonder, hadn't I seen her some other place? She beckoned for me to come closer as if to pay an old debt. I knew what she wanted. It wasn't quite time yet. She threw her arms about me as many women had done before. I heard her whisper, you'll never cheat me, never anymore. Darkness and nothing has clouded my mind. I began to realize death was nothing to fear, but something sweet and kind. I pinched to see if I was dreaming, but failed to find bodily form. I then began to realize death had worked her charm. Taking myself of nothingness, I chose a road to walk. I noticed death's pleasantness with no one to stop me to talk. I remembered stories of heaven as I visioned a glow ahead. Two roads lay waiting for me to choose one now that I was dead. One road was dark. I could not see clearly but its long stretched highway. The other road was golden and glowing and shining as bright as day. I then remembered stories of pearly gates, golden streets, or how, however those stories were told. I knew I'd reach heaven on this highway. If not, I'd have the gold. I took one footstep, feeling safe and acting bold. Suddenly, I realized my mistake. My chosen road turned black, bittery, and white, cold. No longer was it golden glowing or heaven at its end. White hot flames were blazing, I saw the devil with his grin. I had taken but one footstep, so I turned to hurry back. But there a sound more waited through not a door, nor a crack. Finally, coming to my senses, I walked on to my hell. For long before death had called me, my end was planned. Planned, but well.
1976 release Everybody Loves the Sunshine 
And that's the track we heard. Everybody loves the sunshine. Recently, that album and that track was picked by Pitchfork in 2016 on the 200 best songs of the 1970s. And I believe that track was also featured in the film Straight Outta Compton. So, killer, killer groove. Before that, we heard Charles Mingus. And we heard The Chill of Death. That was recorded in 1971 and released in early 72. In which we heard Mingus recite the poetry for The Chill of Death. The backing group with that is, of course, Mingus on the bass, Lonnie Hillier on the trumpet, a very unsung hero in the jazz world. Julius Watkins was on the French horn, Bobby Jones on the tenor sax, Joe Wilder on the trumpet, Charles McCracken on the cello, Charles McPherson, great alto player on the alto saxophone, Mr. James Moody, tenor saxophone god, was on that album as well. Snooky Young was on the lead trumpet throughout, and Sir Roland Hanna on the piano. It's from Mingus's album, Let My Children Hear Music. And before that, we started off the set with Return to Forever and Earth Juice. That was from 1974. And it was a collective jam by Chick Corea, Stanley Clark, Al DiMiola, and Lenny White. And it was the very first track on side B to the album Where Have I Known You Before. So, that was on Polydor Records. Alright, so up next we have Ornette Coleman in primetime with an album that was recorded in 1979 of human emotions, or of human feelings, I'm sorry. But it wasn't released until 82. So, seeing that it was recorded in the 70s, I figure it's alright to include it here because any Ornette with primetime is great music. So, we're going to start off this set with Love Words. This is Ornette Coleman in primetime. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
when she goes they will cry as they whisper goodbye they will miss her i fear but then so
John McLaughlin and the Mahavishnu Orchestra with The Way of the Pilgrim from their 1976 album, Inner Worlds. That track featured, of course, John McLaughlin on the guitar and the guitar synthesizer. Stu Goldberg on synthesizers, piano, mini moog. Ralph Armstrong on the bass, and Narada Michael Walden on drums and timpani. Before that, we heard the great Tony Bennett with Bill Evans on the piano accompaniment. Just a duo singing Bill Evans' wonderful composition, Waltz for Debbie, in which Gene Lees provided the lyrics such a bittersweet song about a little girl who grows up and moves on with her life and leaves her teddy bear behind. It's just so poignant and um, beautiful, very beautiful. And the, the there's a lot of mutual um, appreciation between those two artists. Tony Bennett actually loved Bill Evans artistic nature and Bill Evans said that Tony Bennett was one of his favorite vocalists so <clears throat> just a beautiful beautiful uh, melding of, of lyricism between those two and artistry and then we started off that set with Love Words from Ornette Coleman and Primetime which they recorded in 1979 funky electric kind of versions of Ornette Coleman's harmelodics and groovy, funky, groovy, and different. So, all right, we're going to start off this set with uh, a couple of various things as well. And in the 70s, the guitar master, the stick, the six-string samurai, if you will, Joe Pass, started recording some of his most fantastic albums called Virtuoso. <clears throat> and what Virtuoso is, is just a series of guitar albums that were solo guitar. He would, there was no overdub, so he would play the melody and solo while comping himself on a myriad of standards and later came virtuoso number two virtuoso number three and I believe virtuoso number four was a double album so if you're not familiar with Joe Pass he's incredibly lyrical uh, a master musician he's played many many albums with Oscar Peterson and, and part of the Oscar Peterson trio you cannot go wrong with Joe Pass he's also accompanied Ella Fitzgerald on a variety of, of albums that were just fantastic. Um, can't say enough about Joe Pass. This guy is superior in, in the land of guitar players. So, And it just goes to show that, you know, people who think that the only jazz going on in the 70s was fusion. And there was a lot of great fusion, don't get me wrong. But they say that no real jazz was going on. Well, I respectfully want to disagree with that statement because you have great artists like Bill Evans recording with Tony Bennett and you have Mingus still doing wonderful things and then you have this Joe Pass 
Chucho Valdez and Ira Kira. Bacalao Compan wasn't released until 1980, but it was recorded in 1979. Ira Kira is a great Cuban jazz fusion group. Mixed a lot of different things. Afro-Cuban, Bata, all those sort of things. Man, just great, 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 great stuff. So, uh, also, Irakira had uh, many important players within their group. You know, there was uh, Arturo Sandoval on the trumpet, Paquita de Rivera on the uh, saxophone clarinet, reeds, if you will. Just killer, killer group. And before that, we heard Quincy Jones with Sanford and Son the theme that he wrote for the TV show Sanford and Son, and it was featured on his 1973 album, You've Got It Bad, Girl. And in that band was just killer, killer musicians. You had Dave Grusin on the electric piano, uh, Phil Woods on the alto saxophone, Tom Jr. Morgan, and Toots Tillmans on harmonica and guitar. Ernie Watts was on the saxophone. Bobby Porter was on percussion. Bob James was also on keyboards. Ray Brown was on bass, along with Chuck Rainey and Carol Kay. George Duke played some piano on this album. Quincy Jones played trumpet. He was the arranger. He was a conductor. He did some vocals. He was a producer. He was a mixing artist and the soloist, not to mention the composer of many of these tunes. You even had Cat Anderson, the great soloist from the Duke Ellington Orchestra, coming in to solo for Quincy on this album, and the incomparable Grady Tate on drums as well. You get Summer in the City, you get the love theme from The Getaway, which Quincy Jones wrote, You've Got a Bad Girl. They even cover Stevie Wonder's Superstition. They cover Manteca. Chump Change, which was written by Bill Cosby and Quincy Jones, and of course the theme from Sanford and Son, which we just heard. And then we started off that set with Joe Pass and Have You Met Miss Jones from his 1973 album Virtuoso, in which he comps and solos at the same time. Time. So hard to do. So hard to do. <clears throat> All right. We're going to start off this next set with some different music, and it's going to kind of be bookended by some synthesizers. So let's go ahead and take a listen. Here is Sun Ra with The Perfect Man. <laughs> Thank you. 
Chikoria. And that was El Bozo Part 3 from his 1976 album, My Spanish Heart. By far one of the best Chikoria albums that he's ever done. Just you, The whole album is fantastic. And on this album, of course, Chick's playing all the piano, organ, synthesizer, percussion, you know, arranging. He's a, comp- he's a composer of everything. Stanley Clark's on bass guitar and the upright double bass. Steve Gadd is on drums. Narada Michael Walden is on the drums and hand claps. Don Elias is on percussion. Jean-Luc Ponty is on the violin. Uh, Chick's wife, Gail Moran, is on vocals. There's string quartets featured throughout. There's brass sections. It's just fantastic. The whole album is just absolutely wonderful. And there's something about that El Bozo Part 3 that just absolutely makes me think of the 70s. Uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the, the happiness to it all. Before that, we heard Sweet Henry by Gary Burton and Steve Swallow on Vibes and Bass, respectively. Uh, And just, what is it? Steve Swallow played bass, he played keyboards, he played a bunch of these, you know, different instruments on this album. And it was a duo album, a duet album, if you will. And the album was called Hotel... Hello, and it was a 1975 album on ECM Records, and the whole album is just fantastic. If you have any of the copies of the first real book that kind of came out of um, Berkeley in that area, almost every track is in the real book, from Sweeping Up to Hotel Hello. Um, yeah, just and Sweet Henry is just one of those groovy tunes out of the whole album. And then we started off the set with The Perfect Man by Sun Ra and his Astro Galactic Infinity Orchestra. And that is found on Sun Ra and his orchestra Greatest Hits. Easy listening for intergalactic travel. But it was originally recorded in 1973. It can also be found on Sun Ra The Singles. Sun Ra was using some great synthesizers and keyboards at that time and a lot of just cool, spacey grooviness, you know. So, all right, we've got one more set coming at you. I uh, want to throw another Mahavishnu Orchestra track your way from the same album, Mahavishnu and Orchestra, featuring John McLaughlin. This is from the album Inner Worlds. Here is Planetary Citizen. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
All right, that was Black Satin from Miles Davis's 1972 album On the Corner, which is just pure funky jazz fusion in which he wanted to mix James Brown and Stockhausen with a jazz twist all of his own. Features a lot of great musicians on this album. Battle Roy on tablas, Matumi on the percussion, Billy Hart and Al Foster, Jack DeJeanette on drums, Don Elias on percussion, Colin Walcott on the sitar, Khalil Balakrishna on the sitar, John McLaughlin on the guitar, Reggie Lucas on the guitar, Herbie Hancock and Chick Corea were on that album, as well as Dave Lieben on the soprano, Carlos Garnett was on the soprano and tenor saxophone, Benny Maupin was on the bass clarinet, and of course the great Miles Davis on the trumpet. And before that, we heard Assault from Lenny White's 1978 album, The Adventures of Astral Pirates. Lenny White, of course, was the drummer for Return to Forever with Chick Corea, Stanley Clark, and Al Dimiola. But they all had fantastic solo albums. And then we started out that set with John McLaughlin and the Mahavishnu Orchestra from their 1976 album, Inner Worlds. We heard Planetary Citizen. So... Don't forget to check out the website. Make sure you support these wonderful artists and you can check and make sure you're getting the right music. Once again, that website is Dr. Jazz Podcast, Z Podcast dot wordpress.com. We are on SoundCloud, we are on iTunes. Feel free to download, feel free to drop a comment. Hopefully you've dug it. And there'll be some more. 1970s jazz episodes coming at you in the near future again thank you for listening and until next time ashes to ashes dust to dust y'all be good now cause in jazz we trust